the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on a beautiful South Texas afternoon. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Hoping you'll come join us and say hello and enjoy the great weather and the beautiful nursery. It's absolutely gorgeous out here. Bring a camera for a couple different reasons. I saw folks just actually taking pictures of the flowers and the plants, too. Besides, we've got the pumpkin patch that you can take pictures of with your family. And I saw lots of people over there a few minutes ago taking pictures. I got here half an hour early just so I could go sit among the cyclamen. <laughs> was that uh, sufficient to kinda, well it's, it's just a, it's a postponing your... tactic yeah I see. And how was it amongst the cyclamen oh they're beautiful aren't they pretty uh, unbelievable colors and they're the thing about cyclamen you pl- you plant them and they'll you, you know they'll have that bloom from now until the warm weather um, of course they're not xeriscape plants you do have to uh, keep them watered can't overwater them deep shade but uh you need to just come and see if you have not experienced cyclamen you need to come and just see uh how spectacular the foliage is 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 uh is is very nice too and then yes this is the same plant that you used to see in hospital rooms mm-hmm. and now we've ad- it's adapted to being used as a winter annual in deep shade it's great it's a wonderful plant yeah i know and you see them um i've i besides i know you get them every year but you see them downtown and they'll use them on houston or uh, uh some of the other streets that have the uh, big planters on them that have like the little trees and the planters and then they'll put the um the cyclamen all around and it just it just screams Christmas. Yeah, well, because it's just, the colors. It's it's really a, kind of a nice surprise too when you come around a corner of a you know, go visit somebody's house and there's this this, this uh, you know glowing yeah. colors and where we're talking about red, white, pink, and then there's about four versions of lavender and pink in between there. Uh, very uh, very nice and nice combination. Of course, the most Spectacular is the white and the red, but I've gotten so I like the uh, there's one ver- version called uh, purple that uh, is one of my favorites. Another called lilac, lilac, which is really nice too. So check them out. There's also the primulas. The primulas are here. Uh, 
those those if you remember are um, have really attractive foliage and uh, uh, really intense colors on the blooms and I always describe them as kind of that uh, show paint you know it's so waxy looking the colors are so waxy on, on, on one one of the varieties of primula then there's a more upright variety in the in the the most uh, popular bloom in that more upright variety is the blue the blue and you grow and you grow that with the white one thing about the primulas and I guess it's the same uh, now nah, I think primulas are kind of in a league their own uh, slugs and snails oh yeah so you even when you put them in containers which they really do well in uh, containers in the deep shade you want to have a slug and snail bait around because they'll the, the work gets out those containers huh they climb up those containers. Yeah, this, yeah they do. Uh, the slug and snail telegraph gets out, out there, and they and they will they will find them. But uh, even even pansies, pansies. They're the monarch. Yeah, pansies are are. Have, have the pansies showed up out there, Jerry? No. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, should be next month anytime. Monarchs are everywhere now yeah now you brought the, brought that up yesterday and then i went home and i couldn't believe how many that were <laughs> you know they just we had those kind of pioneers that we've seen here at the nursery and some in my yard and in the neighborhood but now the obviously the the big wave of monarchs is in town and what they'll do now is uh, kind of leisurely they'll stop for some nectar and they love the mist flower and the milkweeds, zinnias, they just go, they go nuts over zinnias too. And then they'll move on to their wintering grounds uh, down in Mexico. And that's where we see those pictures of them hanging from the trees. And then next spring, they'll come through. And that's, and that's when they'll lay their eggs on our, all those milkweeds we've been planting. Mm-hmm. So you want to, you know, they'll be in the... The timing will be about right. The milkweeds will put on the new foliage, and then monarchs show up, lay their eggs, and these uh, these veterans, the ones we're looking at right now, won't, they'll lay their eggs, and then they'll be done. Oh. And that second generation moves on north. Hmm. So, it's a, yeah, four generations and <clears throat> the monarchs in a year. One of them is only the the one that they hatches here is only three weeks long. They just go. They just Hatch here, move up further north, lay some eggs there, and then they're done. These guys we're looking at here are they're tough. Uh, seven troopers, and eight months. Huh? Huh? They're troopers, huh? Yeah, yeah. You'd run a, if you uh, had your choice of which generation you'd want, and you liked a long life, you would pick the this generation. That's a pretty one. Yeah. Pretty butterfly there. Unbelievable. Hey, our number here is 308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We'll talk about this all during the show, but next weekend uh, is the spooktacular here at Millburgers, Saturday and Sunday. The bounce, the moon bounce is, of course, going, the terror train, all the stuff that we've talked about, the maze, the pictures, the pumpkin patch. But we'll have balloon animals and face painting, and we'll have... uh, uh, corn, roasted corn, and some sausage maybe, and those are for sale, uh, very reasonably priced. Actually, almost basically the price. Well, it's a donation, basically, basically a donation. donation for food bank. Yeah, you make a donation to the food I'm, bank. 
I'm just amazed, Jerry, that how civilized Milton has become since he's been married now. About what? Uh, in the old days, he would have emphasized the food and forgotten about all the other activities that would be available <laughs> yeah. on spectacular weekend. Now, just, he, now they're kind of, to, yeah. It's kind of like an, an after effect. Oh, yeah, there's wonderful food yes. that's <laughs> available, too. Well, he's always been crazy over the balloon. Yeah, yeah, the balloon yeah, animal artist. <laughs> I'm telling you, this woman is talented. If it's uh, the same woman, she's making things with balloon animals. You know, it's like Mount Rushmore. Uh, wow, it looks just like it. That's amazing. Uh, but well, we I hope so. Full costumes that are. Wild. I hope though you don't follow her around like you did last. No, week. I yes. won't. I won't do that. Well, he ran out there and he was over. I know. Uh, I tried to get one. Sure I was going to bring one. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Three zero eight. 8867. You had a question uh, before we started about grass. I think it's a. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it was that uh, t- the timing. He he bought a property, removed the house, so he and he had it clean. It was over, you know, overrun with brush and everything. So it's all clean now. And he was wondering if he could go ahead and seed his Bermuda. <laughs> and I, and I said, now? Yeah. And, of course, you, you can't. You can go ahead and put the seed down. The birds may like it, but it won't germinate. Um, and so then he had, he, when he saw my reaction, he said, well, I guess, uh, you know, what about ryegrass for a temporary? And I said, you know, talked about sod. You could do any of the sods still. Uh, but he didn't, he didn't want to make that kind of investment. He wanted to uh, seed Bermuda later. And so he was talking about the the rye grasses and I uh, as, as best I could I was talking about the three different selections of rye grass one that gr- the less expensive that grows kind of right. unruly and then you can get some really uh, selected varieties that are a little easier to take care of but more exp- expensive and so that's what he was going to use and then he said he had some Bermuda grass remnants of the old lawn surprisingly was everywhere and he wondered if he had to round up that out and I I told him that I didn't think there'd be any reason to round up because no. he's going to plant the same stuff and it's not going to bother him this this no. winter the rye grow right yeah. through it or with and it and then next ne- next summer uh, the Bermuda grass will sprout and it'll help him get that quick fill in that he's looking for but you do do have to be patient because about May 1st, you yeah. quite often is it the, the ryegrass seed uh, takes till about May 1st to get the soil warm enough, air warm enough for that to germinate. So it's kind of an interesting question. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And we have Art on the line. He's going to start us off today. Hey there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Well, I'm uh, trying to prepare for uh, planting peas. Question, I, I, I have some fresh inoculant, and I will inoculate the seeds. Question, Can I? is it effective? Can I mix, like, the inoculant in the soil and stir it around a little bit? Is that any good? No, generally, you just inoculate the seed, and that's enough. Okay. So uh, yeah, you don't need to put it in the soil. Uh, it it after after it grows, 
for a while in there in the soil uh, or in that area, then you probably have enough natural inoculum that you don't have to do that anymore. What is the seed? Okay. Uh, legume, uh, a pea. Oh. And so, and so, why do you know why you're using the lock inoculum? Well, I guess there's some kind of root nematode or something that. Uh, no. And and rhizobium. English peas. No, I. What Did is you? your recommended peas to plant? I don't know. Uh, sugar snaps or English peas or or uh, those uh, the true peas, not not the. Uh, Southern peas, which are actually beans, but uh, the uh, any of the uh, uh, of the uh, pea selections. This is the time of the year to plant those and get them in the ground because they're 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 ready for action. Mine, when I, you compare vegetable peas to sweet peas, you know the flower sweet peas, and their sweet peas are so frail, but the but those uh, English peas, especially the the sugar, no, gosh, they're sugar just snacks, they're yeah. just they're growing like mad now, and they'll fill. They, uh, I plant them right on tomato cages as a trellis, and they'll cover those and ro- grow right over the top and back down the other end. So my question uh, is, why why do you inoculate seeds? I don't. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're the the old technique of inoculating seed was done to provide uh, rhizobium that takes nitrogen out of the air. Well, suppose suppose that uh, you uh, fertilize. Suppose you for, you you furnish the nitrogen that it has. So why why would you need an inoculum? You you won't need the rhizobium. Well, yeah. I, but I but, but I have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. And that's an old, old. Uh, that's an old, old uh, recommendation. But uh, what I'm saying is, it's uh, it it helps a little bit, but it's kind of counterproductive if you fertilize. It's not. Well, you, know, just, okay. you get such a, gr- a great yield without it. You don't really yeah. have to worry about it. But it makes you feel good all over to do it. <laughs> well, okay, uh, I appreciate it. You guys are pretty good. I don't care what they say about you. You're all no, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good because okay. neither do we. Yeah, don't you listen <laughs> okay. to those people, Art? Right. All right. Okay. Now, Calvin, Calvin learned to soak the seed, right? That's right. And uh, <laughs> this year, yeah, and uh, it's it's really not as necessary on the vegetable peas as it is on the sweet peas. But I was just telling Jerry that you know for 20 years I've been sweating out waiting for the for peas to germinate, and then just as an afterthought, I thought, well, I'll soak them this year just because I've been mentioning it to people. Overnight, gosh, I put them in the ground. And I thought they were going to jump right out at me. Some of them, <laughs> some of them actually had little sprouts. Yeah, little sprouts already. And uh, so, yeah, don't yeah, go ahead and take take advantage of that practice because that means you get to t- take advantage of this weather. Yeah. You know, you you save a week probably on uh, germination and getting them started. 
Yeah, and you can soak them and then and then put the inoculum on it, and the inoculum will stick to them and hold on to them. And uh, I guess the I've never used the inoculum. No, I used to read about it in the when uh, <laughs> I was studying legumes, but alrighty. Thanks, Art. Yeah, Thanks good question, Art. Art. Thanks. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. People are still excited about the oak leaf galls, the uh, little round galls on the oak leaves that are, are summer beginning to fall now, and usually the ones with the galls of the... Oh, I've got one of those uh, zebra butter- butterflies. Oh, yeah. yeah. There it is. It's coming across. Yeah. Cool. Are the first ones to fall, and so people get upset. And Neil Sperry even had a question in the yesterday's paper about it that uh, somebody found the many, many, they found many small lumps on the backs of my oak leaves. I've read that there are insect galls caused by wasp laying eggs and that they may cause these leaves to fall early. Will there be will there still be wasp inside? And uh, Neil says there's all sorts of galls, but uh, most of the time that uh, that the uh, they're very they're they're small, very small wasps. They're not the kind that sting. Put them in your pocket and find so, out. So huh? you don't have to worry about them. <laughs> but, bzz, bzz, bzz. but usually by the time that uh, the oak, oak leaves fall in the fall. They're long fall, gone. Yeah, they're long the, gone. The uh, insects in there. It, it's a little insect nest is what it is. Uh, they, they've already departed. But uh, we got a lot of people coming to plant answers. 130 last week uh, looking for oak leaf, uh, oak leaf galls, uh, looking up the information that we have on there. And then there, 127, probably the same group, came and just looked at uh, live oak problems, problems in general, uh, that uh, at this time of the year. So they they they're beginning to notice their oak leaves falling off the trees. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Wick. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's all kinds of fun happening right now at Millburgers for Halloween, but next weekend is Millburgers' big Halloween spooktacular. It's the annual event at Millburgers with all kinds of fun, like the moon bounce for kids to hop along and have a great time in. Or you can chug around Millburgers in the terror train and see all the scary sights. Millburgers has the pumpkin patch, great for family pictures, or get lost in the mail. 
ways and see if you can find your way out. That's all at Milberger's Halloween Spooktacular. Plus, there's going to be an employee costume contest, face painting, there's a Halloween boutique, and much, much more. There's even food for sale at Milberger's with the proceeds going to benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. So for more information, head on over to MilbergerNursery.com. MilbergerNursery.com is your place to find out all the good things that are going on at Milberger's. That's Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bulverde Road. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15315C. This is Roger Michelski from Eagle Financial Publications. Are you a dividend investor? If so, let me tell you about a website that has just about every resource that a dividend investor could ask for. It's called DividendInvestor.com. We just launched a new and improved version of it, and there's nothing else like it. When you log on to DividendInvestor.com, you'll find screening tools plus an all-star ranking system to help you find the best dividend opportunities. There's a scorecard to track the dividends in your very own portfolio, plus time-sensitive updates so you'll be the first to know when dividends go up or go down, and so many other features. Be my guest. Log on for free today at DividendInvestor.com. Set up a portfolio and see how easy it is to work the dividend calculator. And be sure to take the website tour to discover all the other great benefits. I'm convinced DividendInvestor.com will pay dividends to your bottom line. Go to DividendInvestor.com now. DividendInvestor.com. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country, at 210-693-0305. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. A 
Flying Hoops, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. At 9.30 a.m., the answer. Al back at the station mixing the music and having fun, so we don't know what we'll hear today. But we got a question from the crowd. Yes, sir, go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, I have some vincas that are really two years old. Last winter didn't kill them. Uh, but ever, well, I've got about 20 of them, and, and, and at random, one will just start wilting and then turn completely dead. I don't know. I think something's eating them. I don't know. How do you water them? I want, well, not real regular, but... I mean, do you sprinkler or... Uh, hose with hose? the... With the yeah, it looks, looks, looks like the, 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 there's a disease that they're real susceptible to, aerial phytophthora. And, uh, Would it just hit one in the middle of... Well, if yeah. it's, if, especially <laughs> when they're two years, yeah, when they're two years old and the, you probably, you may have the uh, a resistant variety, so it's fought it off pretty well. But then if you get a, you know, just... As the time is progresses and maybe the soil stays a little soggy underneath that particular plant. Soggy not good? No, not good. Okay. Not good with vinca. Okay. But, I'd like uh, it on the dry side. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've, I've noticed where one will die out. It looks like something's coming back. Could it Could it be some from the roots coming back? It, or does the do you break it off at the top? They'll sometimes grow around aerophytophthora. Okay. But usually it's it's in the system. It's in the plant system. Oh. Okay. So uh, uh, it can reoccur. Is what I'm saying. Uh huh. You, you don't remember the uh, selection, do you? The variety that you planted? Not two years ago. No. <laughs> It was on that bench out there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, may, it probably was Cora. And uh, after a long period, uh, certain selections of Cora are more sensitive to aerophotophora than other selections. Now, see, the old the old Vincas, you probably, they probably wouldn't have lasted two years. Yeah. Well, they certainly wouldn't have got through a cool, a, a cool, cool winter. Uh-huh. They would all get uh, area phytophthora, and they would... You would see that pattern. They just start at one end, and it just, you know, they'd all mush down. Whereas you got here, it's obvious that's a resistant variety because it's just individual plants are losing the battle. But it's been two years, so. But there's nothing you can do, nothing you can spray with to stop it or anything else. You may, you may want to see, let them run their course. Uh, this winter, and then re, you know, re, replant Pull them out next spring. Yeah, if they look good, leave them in there as yeah, long as they look good. Yeah. Okay. Just pull out the ones that die. Yeah. And then, okay. yeah, and then that next uh, spring, you can t- kind of take a look at the bed and see if you want to fill in or replant the whole bed. But. Very good. Yeah, they've done. Yeah, they've done well if they've gone two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. Even an English major knows yeah. that. Did you get? Is that your wife over there? No, Deborah. Oh, Deborah. Stepdaughter. Okay. Stepdaughter. I thought I thought maybe she should get a picture of you with your bouquet like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got more I can do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your question? How come fire ants want food and then? After they have food, 
They want to bite me, and that's not good. (laughs) They they like meat. Yeah, they're carnivorous. Your your food too. Your food too. So and they seem to to pick favorite people to bite. Yeah. Yeah, and if you garden, if you garden, you get bit quite a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, thank right. you for thank Thanks. You for coming. I'm sorry. Good yeah. Sorry you had such a <laughs> devastating uh, answer, but there's, there's nothing you can do to control it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. 308 8867. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for Bye-bye. coming on the air. 308 8867 or toll free. It's 866 308 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And uh, let's see what else we can remind you of uh, while we got you there. Oh, you can remind you that, like those nice folks, you can come out here and uh, ask your gardening question in person. The Boy Scouts are out here selling popcorn. You can come support them. And uh, there's lots going on. And I see more kids uh, now than uh, I think than ever that are out here taking pictures in the pumpkin patch and having a good time. So come on out and be a part of the show. Yeah, have you haven't gotten your jack-o'-lanterns yet. Yep. There's a place to Boy, do we have a good every selection. size you can think of, including t- tiny little ones and the, and the great big ones. Uh, and uh, you can... Because a lot of folks paint them now. I think that's not a, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, to paint them, they're easier, last longer. You can be a little more creative. You don't use the sharp knives. And Oh, okay. Huh. And then cook yeah, them. And you it's can, easier to cook with them if you want to. And you could almost kind of do both, couldn't you? You could kind of, well, no, I guess you can. you got to yeah. carve them, too. Yeah, well, but, I mean, you can really make a spectacular artwork if you use both. There, right. there were some articles in the paper that showed some unbelievable uh, job I did. I don't know if I would uh, how that would be to describe yourself as a pumpkin artist but some of those folks really were pumpkin <laughs> artists huh? alright 308-8867 308-8867 and outside of San Antonio toll free it's 866-308-8867 Last week, uh, some people are still interested in overseeding their lawns, and we had uh, 380 people last week come into plantanswers.com and get information on overseeding. And uh, Neil is Neil Sperry is still talking about some some overseeding. Uh, 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 discussion on uh, whether or not you should overseed your lawn or not and uh, he said one kind gentleman who read the, read a story that that Neil had on rye, overseeding with ryegrass reminded me that some Texas cities actually go so far as to ban overseeding of ryegrass for green lawns in the mm-hmm. winter now, I know that would upset people like Summer that loves her ryegrass. Don't get Summer started. Uh, <laughs> Have you got her phone number identified? So uh, no, we said she can call in. And so, she knows where we work. But uh, <laughs> the, the, their, their feeling is that growing ryegrass wastes valuable water resources in parts of Texas where rapid growth already stretches supplies thin during periods of drought and so uh, so Neil uh, defends his defends his deal uh, defends his uh, 
claim about uh, overseeding with rye, he said uh, he gives a step-by-step progression of overseeding rye. It said, uh, said, let's assume you sow ryegrass seed on your normal lawn watering day. Then the sprinklers run irrigate your St. Augustine of Bermuda as the local, as per the local regulation. The ryegrass seed sprouts just days after you water your permanent turf. It really does sprout fast. Yeah. Probably within two to three days. I've, I've never heard of, heard anybody recommend, uh, spread, or using ryegrass or overseeding with, with, uh, San Augustine before. No. He, well, he, he knows people do it. So I guess he's just throwing that in there. During the winter, the St. Augustine or Bermuda may only need to be watered every two or four, two or four weeks. Or if it rains, perhaps not at all. The ryegrass is is there growing right along. No special watering is needed. The same process unfolds clear into spring. You never have to water specifically for the water grass, for the ryegrass. I'm sorry. Uh, you just do what normally should do for the permanent turf. I am. Uh, I've never advocated for. Uh uh, overseeding, you know, in fact, I've probably tried to talk people out of it, but I, I don't think I would support a, uh, ordinance against it. No. Because, you know, every situation's different and, and, uh, if somebody, if that's really important to somebody and, uh, a major part of their gardening, uh, success or their plan, uh, then it seems like they should be able to do it. And uh, if you do, if you uh, follow the neat suggestions like Neil in terms of the being careful about the watering, you you probably don't end up watering it any more than than you would your normal lawn or and we're more likely to get rain and, and things too. But uh, I just uh, I think our option is the uh, sustainable winter turf, Jerry. I think our our, our option is. Since we I, I was looking at my uh, uh, horse herb this morning, thinking of summer, you know, <sighs> and uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's it's a thick this year, and and <laughs> and uh, covering the ground and everything, covering the bare soil. So it's I'm believing that horse herb. And then we'll have our. Uh those those uh, lawns like mine that uh, are blessed with uh, rescue grass, there you go. that'll be germinating. Uh, I expect any day with this kind of weather, any day now, it'll be like the uh, ryegrass in, in Neil's article where it says show two or three days after the watering. And that's mm-hmm. you know one day it's not there, the next day it'll be everywhere, just like the monarch butterflies right now. The, do you do you? Do you mow yours uh, several times a year? Yeah, I mow mine. My winter lawn, especially in the front, well, even in the back in the Bermuda area, the, my my winter lawn looks better than my summer lawn does because I got so much shade. And, yeah, yeah. And I don't irrigate in the in the summer. Um, so well, and summer, yeah, you will summer be, could actually have our yard look yeah. better in the winter than it does in the in the spring. And the and the in my yard, the rescue grass and the horse herb kind of share the responsibility. The real shallow soil 
in the sun, as long as there's rain, the horse herb fills that, and then the rescue grass yeah. gets most of the anything that's got a little shade or a little more soil in it. There you go. It's a perfect combination. Hmm? It's a perfect combination. That's right. And hey. since, since I've not had any luck killing it out or controlling it that's just a useful attitude to, to say well i've suddenly declared that it's a desirable situation it's not something to fight with anymore hey we've got james on the line uh, here, here is something to fight with well, we'll fight with him in a minute after the break we got james on the line at 308-8867 hi there james welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how are you doing Oops, James, you still there? There he is. Yeah, you got me? We got you. What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go hey, ahead. Um, I don't know whether they call it a asp or what, but it's those little uh, fuzzy-looking, I don't know, bugs or whatever they are. There's a bunch of them on my uh, burrow trees in my tree nursery. Uh, where do they come from, man? What's up with that? I've been killing them. There's almost uh, one on every tree. Yeah, the, uh, let's see, there's been several stories. Why did I say those on TV or, or whatever? And, uh, uh, the, they're, they're the larvae of a butterfly or a moth. I think they're larvae of a moth. Which plant is it? It's a, it's an asp. Moth, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah. Moth butterfly. I think it's a moth. Yeah. Do you, how, how do you know it's an ass, Jim? Did you just go grab James, did you grab it? <laughs> no, I knocked it off on the on the, the uh, row cover in the nursery, and I stepped on it, man. There's oh, no. Every day. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll uh, sting you. Yeah, you couldn't um, believe they'll sting you. Uh, <laughs> no, even the... Even the Dogs get stung by them sometimes. So uh, I got to check those trees out before I haul them to town to sell them because I don't want any of my customers to get bit. But uh, I'm just wondering if you guys have seen seen them around. Yeah, for some reason they they're talking more about them this year than they have in the past. I think there was a TV program on them. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. Mark, have you seen a lot of asps this year? have not but uh yes they're nice and woolly and inviting and they hurt and james hurt i know them. you couldn't hear james but he's ta- talking about them on his tree nursery that they're showing up they're showing up in his tr- tree nursery and, oh which is so surprises me a little bit i was trying to remember i usually see him Cruising across the lawn or yeah, something. Walking yeah. across the path on the right. trails. Or hide, yeah, hiding in the corner of yeah. the sidewalk or something. Yeah. Uh, one time I had one crawl on my bed. It was not nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, did we offer James anything, any relief here? No, I mean. You can spray him. Uh, I think seven will kill him. Oh, yeah. Cover it. No, I'm not using that. Yeah. That's too, and seven's too hard on the bee population. But I'm just wanting to tell you, I got him pretty bad. And, you're out there working in the garden. You might want to watch out for them. All right. Okay. Thanks, James. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Yes, uh, sir. You know, flush toilets are, are more water intensive uh, than 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 lawn grass. So let's let's all go to outhouses. We save some water. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll see how that campaign goes, James. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grandma approves of it. All right. Well. Yeah. Don't mention our name. Yeah. Goodbye, James. You take care. Bye. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. We may even talk to Mark Peterson after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Road. There's all kinds of fun happening right now at Millburgers for Halloween, but next weekend is Millburgers Halloween Spooktacular. It's the annual event at Millburgers with all kinds of fun, like the moon bounce for kids to hop along and have a great time in. Or you can chug around Millburgers in the terror train and see all the scary sights. Millburgers has the pumpkin patch, great for family pictures, or get lost in the maze and see if you can find your way out. That's all at Millburgers Halloween Spooktacular. Plus, there's going to be an employee costume contest, face painting, there's a Halloween boutique, and much, much more. There's even food for sale at Millburgers with the proceeds going to benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. So for more information, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is your place to find out all the good things that are going on at Millburgers. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. You visited your parents last weekend and noticed lots of changes. Mom can't keep up with the house and dad. He forgets to take his medicine. After a weekend of running errands, you are overwhelmed. The effects of aging on your parents can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is here to help manage your loved one's care so you don't have to. From providing a companion who can clean, prepare meals, and remind dad to take his medicine to around-the-clock compassionate care. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free in-home consultation. Our home care specialist will customize a plan and give you peace of mind. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free consultation. Our number is 855-579-CARE. That's 855-579-CARE. Synergy Home Care Franchise Opportunities, now available in Central Texas. It's time for the 56th Annual Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase in Divine, Texas. Music, food, carnivals, parades, you name it. The Divine Fall Festival has something for the entire family. Saturday, November 5th in beautiful Divine, Texas. Get there early. The parade starts at 10 a.m., followed by the Suhawi Dancers. Kick up your heels at the Free Street Dance with music from Matt Hawk, Elaine Garcia, The Street. Slingers, Zach Edwards, and finally Jeremy Richards. It wouldn't be the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase without great food, cooking contests, art and craft booths, avocado seed spitting contests, and the incredible carnival. Bring your gardening questions for Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Vince, and Millburgers Gardening South Texas broadcast live from noon to two in the community center. Make the trip and make memories at the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase, Saturday, November 5th in Divine, Texas. Fail. About 30 miles south of downtown San Antonio. 
Antonio on Interstate 35. For more information, go to the Divine Chamber of Commerce website at divinechamber.com. Michael Medved believes you have to get out and vote. Paul Ryan's job is to make sure that his members get reelected. It is crucial that people go out and vote. You should by all means vote for Republicans in the House of Representatives in the U.S. Senate because otherwise you're going to be either damaging Mr. Trump in his presidency or handing Hillary Clinton a blank check, which no one should want to do. The Michael Medved Show, afternoons at 2, right before Larry Elder at 5, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where we kind of become a little shop of horrors next weekend at the Spooktacular with the face painting and all kinds of fun for kids. The nursery is all decked out with all kinds of scary stuff. So come on by and visit with us. But make sure you're here next weekend when we've got food, face painting. We've got, uh, what else do we have? We've got the balloon animals and much, much more. So it's next weekend at Millburgers. Bring the kids and bring a camera. I'm telling you, you will be, well, everybody's got a camera on their phone now. So you can still do a camera picture on your phone, too. So, All right. So, Mark, did you get your question answered? Yes, I had brought in a leaf um, to uh, look at. Uh, it was uh, rather largely from the ivies, uh, English ivy or something. And it was all... Algerian, all, maybe. It had, what was that? Algerian ivy. Yeah, that says... Yeah, I can never tell the difference between Baltic, English, or Algerian. Well, I, I have no. Every time I see a big leaf, I think oh, it's Algerian. It yeah, um, and it had either uh, mealybugs or scales, cottony scale up and down the veins. It looked real pretty, don't you think? It looks pretty. It's lovely. Yeah. Well, it's almost they're sucking. They're it's sucking. a very unique. Exit. That's why we, our, our theory is that uh, yeah, why why go on the leaf? Just get right right in mainline. Looks mainline like, the vein. <laughs> it looks like a. Uh, a map, you know, a geography lesson yeah. where they're following the stream beds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come down. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a little little stream. You look at it. See, this is the watershed, Milton. Yeah. And there's the watershed, and they're all collecting in well, down the river. It looks like to me like if you've ever flown over, like, Southwest Airlines and you yeah. fly over cities, uh-huh. it kind of looks like that. Oh, you see the lights. like that with street lights yeah. and everything, yeah. I see a pony. Oh. <laughs> 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 I tell you, I told someday he keeps eating these things. Yeah. And there's it's something not helping me. Well, I also want to just briefly get into the ryegrass debate as, as well. Oh, good, um, please. I'm, I'm with Calvin. I wouldn't. I would never have a, a ban, but I do support strong mental health, and uh, I really want to support those people that think they need to override. They're obviously uh, in need of some kind of medication. <laughs> and, uh, Wow. <laughs> wow, he, he's obviously been listening to the presidential campaign. Do you hear those chips? <laughs> <laughs> he's, get, he's really getting into the swing of things here. Uh, no, no. We, we, although I don't speak for Saws, I think I could probably say that, yeah, we would never encourage fried grass. Because of water use? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but did you hear him, Neil? Uh, I saw, yeah, I heard Neil. I read it this morning, as I, I always do, or, or yesterday. And, uh, well, well he, he got into the... I, I, think, I think the probability for, for failure could be real high with the, with the uh, 
ryegrass. People just want to water it. It's green. I gotta water it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you mean uh, we, it's hard for us to get people to. There'll be a, a large number of people out there that'll still be watering their lawn once a week all winter. Yeah. For no, even you know, even when it goes dormant, if it goes dormant this year, it'll leave. Well, I, I do have one official thing. Do you have yeah, any? Saw's program. I got to talk about that real quick. Okay, cool. Uh, Before we do there, do you have any any solutions on getting rid of ryegrass at this point in the? Uh, we had a caller who Jerry did not help at all. Yeah, some were done. Calvin just hers. remained quiet because. Jerry kept poking the bear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're going to have to provide her. me that number so I can put it on my call screen. <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't have a solution either, huh? No. Nobody's got a solution. I well, well, I had one. I told her to mark our calendar next year. Next year. Yeah. September 1st and get a pre-emergent down. Summer right. is grinding her teeth <laughs> as she listens to the show. What, what, no, I missed that. Does she like ryegrass? Or oh, no. she had to mow it every couple of days, and she needed the exercise. No, she didn't. Not say she needed the exercise. Oh, so she, she to hire, she, to hire she people is, to mow it. She was hiring people was costing a lot, oh. so she would rather get rid of the rye than. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got to know Summer. She's pretty competitive. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Usually. She, we, we had, I was involved in a, a squash contest with her. So. Yeah. They played squash together. <laughs> and she, she blamed me for the uh, for the winter rye for some reason. I don't know why. Oh. Wow. Said that he recommended it. Did I recommend her plant it? No, uh, you. No, you were. Had our neighbor planted it, and then it blew over to her. Do you plant. recommend so much stuff? Well, we. Are, it may have been part of our discussion with the sustainable winter turf. There you go. Oh, okay. maybe so. Horse herb and the rescue grass and. I was going to say rescue grass. Why not just let the rescue rescue grass go through? Mark, would you like to change the subject and yes, talk about the saws program? That yes, would be I wonderful. Would. Just, just briefly, uh, the Kuba program is still going on. Oh, good. And uh, so that means you can apply for a um, a coupon for the water saver landscape or patio scape up until next, not this coming Monday, the following Monday, which is. Uh, October 31st. That's Halloween. Correct. Yeah. So uh, get uh, get uh, online and apply for those, and then you still have another month to uh, put the landscape in or the stone in. Okay. So, uh, and of course, as always, Trace does a wonderful job of yes, uh, does. putting the signage out on the plants that are permitted to be used. And so what he's talking about is if you walk in the nursery uh, from the back, um, it's kind of along the road or either way i guess yeah. it's along the road that runs along the side of the nursery and uh, you'll see a how many a, acres is this place yeah well it's uh, you, might, might, uh, <laughs> you might want to ask one of the staff for this <laughs> yeah ask one of the staff but uh, if you just walk the road by the uh the soil <laughs> there'll be there'll stuff. be people next weekend still walking the road uh, uh, anywho um you'll Follow see the a, train. a dedicated hey, I, area yeah. that shows the plants then the train go right by it might. Yeah. All they have to do is yeah. ride the train. Yeah. Okay, Flag you can ride the train and ask them to make a stop yeah. at uh, Sawsville. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we, I, I think we mentioned it in the Saturday article on water conservation. I don't think we gave the specific. We just said. Uh, if you're thinking of converting, visit the Saws website yeah. was, to get was some it, help. Was it this uh, Saturday, last Saturday, may have been last Saturday. Water saving suggestions. Oh, okay. And uh, let me see about saws. So uh, to remind everybody, that's 200 square feet 
of lawn removed, and then you can replace it with assorted perennials, drop-tolerant perennials, or mm-hmm. make a patio. Cool. I, had a, I, had, I had somebody call me up and said, oh, I don't think you are requiring two, two small trees. I don't think 200 square feet is enough. And I said, oh, yeah, 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 it's enough. But then I thought later on, it's a minimum of 200 square feet. Oh, you can do you, more. You can always do more. Okay, and you could and you could do the corners and the two. Yeah, and and I was going to say that the some people will, say, will hear that and say, oh, that gosh, I that means I'll have to figure out how to do a plan and and with that sauce isn't turning you loose there. They've got the their website, their landscape website that's got all kinds of information, and you've even got some plans for yeah the, yeah we just put one in a new one in at the uh, uh, at the headquarters and you can see it when you come in in the back way the, the brand new little plan uh, that Brad Weir and myself put together so there's information um, on the sauce website and then I, I, I like to refer people to uh, Greg Grant's book uh, which is my favorite Absolutely. little landscape book um, What's that called again, Jerry? Texas uh, Landscapes. I think, I think Greg, Texas Landscapes. Yeah, yeah Roger uh, Holmes and Greg uh, Grant. Yeah, Steps uh, put in a landscape or something and like it that. And divi- it divides, just fits in with the SAWS coupon program because it divides the landscape into to problem areas or identifiable areas so you can work on it step by step or small bite by small bite. And so get that idea, go to the SAWS website. And uh, it could be kind of a could be a fun project. Are you looking it up? Yeah, except I have for Calvin some reason I went to Google rather than Amazon. Calvin wrote in yesterday's paper: convert portions of your lawn to low maintenance, drought tolerant ground covers and hardscapes. This is the ideal time of year to do the work. Visit the Saws website at saws.org uh, to find plant lists, design suggestions and coupons that provide uh, financial incentives to help make the conversion. 94 feet and rising, the journey of Greg Grant to the NBA and beyond. Is that it? Which one? Uh, 94 feet and rising, the journey of Greg Grant to the NBA and beyond. No, that would be a different Greg Grant. Although, Home, I have played basketball the... with Greg before. <laughs> how close is he to being an NBA player? Not very. Okay. Home, uh, home now, now we're talking professional Texas. support. Yeah. How about the Homeland Sports, Texas? There about, you go. That's, that's the one. Okay. How are the Vikings doing? The Vikings are winning. Good. Right. That, that's all. But there, will, there will be a showdown. There will be a showdown. With Detroit? Yeah. No, stop it, people. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and uh, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Anything else, Mark? Yeah, well, it's just case. For those who couldn't hear, uh, Calvin was laughing hysterically. He was, oh. he was laughing so hard he couldn't even, he, you couldn't hear he him. You couldn't hear it. Yeah. Only dogs could hear him laugh. Yeah. Now, just uh, one final thing is this is the fall program, and we will always run another coupon program uh, starting March 1st. Okay, good. So re- remind everybody, get be- before Halloween, get your application, and then you got a whole month afterwards. To there you the world. go, exactly. So I'm just trying to get everybody to get uh, online and get that application and that coupon. And the hardscape is still... 
can both. We run both uh, concurrently, and so so both the deadline to apply is October 31st. Good, good program, man, and it's it's gotten so flexible now that you can uh, you know if you got any plans to do uh, changes to your landscape, this this will probably fit in with whatever you're planning. So check it out for sure. Thank you. All right, thanks. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Most people, they put their uh, first dollar bill they earned up in a in a frame. Yeah. Mark will have his uh, scale insects on his Algerian ivy and yeah. <laughs> a pattern, art, nature. Mother Nature is an artist. Did you recommend, uh, what did you recommend to this lady? That uh, person. Uh, yeah, take out the biggest one, the worst one. And then, uh, what, did, tell, what did you recommend? Oh, for the scale, um, take out the worst infected ones and then go either with uh, some horticulture soap or oil. Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, go with either uh, hort- uh, sun spray, um, dormant oil, or um, neem oil. I think dormant oil on those leaves will be tougher than heck to get it to work. I think yeah. taking the leaves off and yeah. starting over. Would be. Yeah. De- so, definitely take the worst ones off. There you go. All right. Thanks, sir. Thanks for coming. Bye, Mark. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We need to get Trace up here to tell us about the plant of the weekend, and uh, we'll see if we can't do that next hour. And don't forget, uh, next weekend here at Millburger, Saturday and Sunday, one of the things we did not mention, we mentioned the moon bounce, the maze, the terror train, the food, the face painting, the uh, balloon animals. We didn't mention the employee costume contest. That's going to be uh, throughout both days, and you get to vote on who you think is the uh, the best uh, dressed costume-wearing employee, and then one of you just vote. It's free. You just vote on the one you like. They will be soliciting your vote as aggressive as any candidate would, and uh, then you uh, go vote, and you could win a $100 gift certificate just for uh, voting. So it's kind of cool. And we want to thank everybody, by the way, uh, speaking of gift certificates, thanks to everybody that came out to the uh, the blood drive yesterday. Thanks to Calvin, who gave blood. Uh, you feel okay now? I feel fine. Good. I feel great. All right. Uh, Plus, I feel like I've contributed to the an important cause. There you go. So uh, that's uh, you can find out about all the events and the blood drive and the uh, the classes for kids and adults uh, by going to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com is the place to go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. Right now, though, we're going to get you caught up with the news. So uh, you keep it tuned right here for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Uh, 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our number is 308-8867. Like so many people out here today on this beautiful fall afternoon, everybody seems like they're out here at Millburgers having a great time. Uh, they, but uh, we got to get to Bert on the line real quick. He called right as we were doing the news, so let's see if we can't help him. He's called us at 308-8867. Hey there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm just laying back on my porch enjoying the weather. I've been sleeping on the porch almost all week. Wow. That sounds it's nice. You nice. have a you have a what do you call it, a sleeper porch, I guess, or it's a little balcony, but I got uh, I got some of my old army gear, like uh, a army cot and uh, and a sleeping pad. So I've been just enjoying the really nice it's just been so nice. I mean I don't even need television. <laughs> Makes it convenient when you get kicked out of the house, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to go sleep on the couch. I can go sleep on the porch. Yeah, there you go. I want to ask you, are those wasps that you guys were talking about in the oak leaf dolls, are they uh, beneficial wasps? Like, I know that there's some are that you can introduce your garden to. Beneficial what? Beneficial wasps. Oh, Take yeah. It. Do you mean Generally, the galls? Yeah. Generally, they are. So, and, they, uh, uh, so, so that's just something you have to put up with. Some of the oak leaves will drop off, but there are wasps that will eat or, or kill other insects. Yeah, we used to talk about them a lot. They used to even turn beneficial wasps loose to deal with. Uh, Trick these, are, these are little bigger ones that they turn loose. Yeah, but, I know there was something that what you said called trick. I couldn't remember the the name when you were talking about it earlier, so I figured that pops. Yeah, yeah, Mel mentions that it trick a gamma. Yeah, and then and a lot of them, something like that. So they'll, um, thrips and aphids and and all kinds of teeny little insects. So yeah, or or the other, well, I guess if they're making galls, they probably wouldn't be the kind that would lay their eggs on the. The caterpillars or anything. So no, there's so many of those, so many of those of wasps out there that are beneficial. Yeah, that's a, that. That I think uh, is a good thing for people to know. Uh, are you guys? I heard you talking about a class because I've been checking up on the plant answers. Uh, there's not going to be a fall master gardener this year, is there? Doesn't appear to be. No, uh, I think they're going to have one in the spring. Yeah. Okay, then I just have to wait for that. Uh, yeah, the other I... thing is, the other thing I got for Jerry. Jerry, I know how much you like kale. And I got a seven-letter word for it: compost. Oh, how much I like what? Oh, kale. Oh, <laughs> oh. kale and compost, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, whatever works, well, I guess. I'm growing some. Uh, I'm growing one plant for Milton and one plant for Jerry too. All right. Because I grew one plant for myself last year and didn't you and I I took about two bites out of it, but uh, nah, you, I figured they the plants are so pretty that I'm going to try the freezer method. Well, you know try what I freezer. do? Is I just, you just freeze them and forget about them. Me? Oh no! I heard about it. Somebody was saying that the, it it softens the flavor if you freeze them and then eat them again. But they are uh, just, I'm good. They are good uh, if you if you mix it with chard. I like that. So I'll, I, just, I plan on doing that eat, more. 
I dehydrate them and then add them uh, and, and add them to my omelets, and I don't have no taste at all. And I get all the iron ben- and mineral benefits from. Good. Anyway, very cool. Right. Thanks, sir. Thank Bye. You. Thank you for calling. You bet. Thanks, Bert. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number, and Virginia is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. Um, I wanted to ask you about the mosquito plant. You know, geraniums. Uh huh. Well, they don't work. But I mean, I have two big plants. They don't have many leaves. I don't know why. I try to give them the best of care. They don't don't respond. And uh, another thing, I need to know if they freeze. Yes, they will. They will, they freeze, will freeze. And and uh, I don't I don't think they come back from the ground. No, I don't uh-uh. think they're uh, root hardy perennial. No, I don't think but, so. Either. Uh, the the reason the leaves thin out is are, are yours tall like three yeah. three feet tall? Mm, yeah, not three feet, but you know two and a half. Yeah, they they, they they yeah they naturally uh, lose those bottom leaves after a period of time, oh. which are the older leaves. Uh huh. So that That's that adds to. that adds to their ugliness. Really, <laughs> what yes. fertilizer do they respond to at all? Uh, that just any uh, granular fertilizer, you know, okay. like uh, nineteen five nine. Okay. So release. Are yours in containers or? In, yes, in, I got. Well, I got them kind of in a raised bed, and I mean, nothing seems to help them. <laughs> I just. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, another thing I need to ask: uh, we have a lot of butterflies. I mean, a lot of butterflies, and they're going after our blue mist flowers, which is great. But, right. Uh, they don't, I don't know how much longer they're going to bloom. Do they uh, use those hummingbird feeders at all, or? The butterflies? Some uh-huh. some will, but if you want to, uh, most of those varieties we've been talking about are not, not inclined to do that, but you can, if you take a, what works better, just take a, a little saucepan or a, mm-hmm. yeah. a plate and pour a little sugar water in that open top rather uh-huh. than have them. They'll, okay. they'll, you'll get a lot of, but, you'll get butterflies that'll go to that. The, problem, the, easiest, the easiest way is to use rotted fruit. Yeah, rotted fruit yeah. works. That's what they do in the butterfly houses. Except it's... Oh, really? Some uh, some people are don't don't find rotted fruit as a attractive display but oh really <laughs> well we got possums and raccoons i don't think it would you know survive the night <laughs> well that's true too yeah okay well thank yeah, you yeah put the sugar put the sugar water on a banister or you know under if you got a trellis kind of up and up and about and then the uh, butterflies will find it and you may take the well for the little raccoons to find it yeah, uh, I was wondering too. Uh, a lot of the butterflies are breeding. You know, they're they're not the monarchs, but the medium size. And right. are, are, could that possibly be the cabbage loopers? I don't know what a cabbage looper uh, moth or butterfly looks like. It's white with a, uh, a oh, no. black spot on the wing. No, no, these are, are regular butterflies. They're dark brown. They're real pretty. They're dark right, brown. Right, right. And the body is the, black with little tiny white polka dots on it. 
Yeah, that's not cabbage loofah. No, uh-uh. And they're going to lay eggs and they're going to hatch right away, or they're going to lay eggs and they hatch in the spring? No, they lay eggs and hatch right away. Hatch, they'll hatch this fall, right? You probably oh. got eggs. Butterflies. Yeah, you got eggs now, and cause I, that person always got to remember that with BT. You apply it yeah. and it works on those that are feeding now. Uh-huh. But uh, for the hatch, five, seven days, it may not be effective anymore. Right. Right. I think okay. if, if they okay. estimate five, five to seven day uh, power period. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your help. Okay. Thank you for calling. You bet. Uh-huh. Good luck Thanks on your taking. butterflies. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. We got a. Uh, uh, looking at the stats for last week for plantanswer.com, firebush is always number one, especially at this time of the year. Uh, people can 543 people came in and looked up the information for firebush. But uh, Forrest Appleton and I are are believing that uh, they're talking about a different firebush than our firebush. Because why would there be so many people interested in them at this time of the year? Uh, well, we could we could pretend it's because we talk about it as a wonderful uh, hummingbird plant on the patio. Yeah, well, that's true too. Uh, so we got a question in uh, yesterday. Uh, said, "When is the best time to transplant a firebush?" And uh, Forrest writes her back, I do not know where you live, but do not believe it to be in Texas. Therefore, I do not know what plant you're talking about, as there are different ones called firebush. Sorry. So uh, remember, this was after the Alabama loss by NN, mm-hmm. so uh, oh. he was not in the best of best. No, he probably was right. not. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess we we need to find somebody about just write them back and ask them what the genus and species of firebush they're talking about. But uh, like I said, it, it was a number one uh, question that was looked up uh, last week. Five hundred and forty-three people. Uh, wow! And number one last week. So I'm, I'm I'm thinking I've seen uh, a bush, a, a uh, deciduous shrub uh, called firebush that really that the uh, foliage turned extremely red at this time of the year up in Arkansas, up in uh, Arkansas, and I don't, I don't, I've never seen it in East Texas, but I have seen it in Arkansas, and I think it's called firebush too. So we'll have to look into that. But uh, in, anyway, most most deciduous plant, including our firebush, if you wanted to uh, transplant it, uh, January, February would be the best time to transplant, whether it's whether it's a deciduous one in Arkansas or whatever. Well, if you can find uh, find ours in January or February. Yeah, well, you still got the dead the stubs, brush on there. The stubs, stubs of the. That's when we cut ours back and uh, stomp them down and okay. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you get your right. Drive your truck over them. Like yeah, drive the truck over. 
Uh, also, somebody wrote in about wanting to know when to cut back uh, butterfly vines. And uh, we've still got uh, on, on plantanswer.com on the information index the the uh, right, recent write-up that one of our loyal listeners had had saved and talked about a woman that uh, that actually paints those those uh, butterfly vine uh, seed pods and makes beautiful little ornamental butterflies out of them to for decorations and uh, around Christmas and whatever. And uh, but uh, as far as cutting it, cutting a butterfly vine back, it said, uh, Kitty, you can cut it back anytime you wish. However, if we have freezing weather, the vine will freeze to the ground and you can cut it back then. It will return next spring. If we do not have a freeze, I would cut it back in January or February. In other words, trim it back to. Most, most people don't cut them back, but they they can get uh, if one's growing uh, growing profusely, you can uh, might want to trim it back a little bit in January and February before it flushes out its its new growth. And we got a, n- a note from uh, Curtis uh, Hosman, and he's talking about his he got so many fall tomatoes of celebrity that they're actually breaking his cages down, hmm. uh, not bra- breaking them over, you know. And so he was, he was excited about that. He said he had a poor spring crop, but it uh, looks like this fall crop is going to make up for it. And uh, uh, he, he said he's got a, he's seen a, he sent me a picture of a horde worm on a gold star Esperanza the other day. It seems like I don't, I don't know if people can correct me, but uh, the uh, that the hornworms and the uh, cabbage loopers and everything seem to be worse this fall than than they have in past uh, fall. Boy, I'll, and I'll, you've talked about uh, uh, I sure buy worms, into that on the loopers, cutworms and stuff. Yeah, and uh, hornworms on uh, pentas. Um, Actually, uh, Esperanza does get quite a few. The other, the other thing that the caterpillars have been really pretty savage on are uh, bougainvillea. A lot of, a lot of. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, we had another per- person before the show that. Oh, they they went on a they went on a two week trip, came back, and their bougainvillea was all stripped, and they were wondering what was. They stripped all the leaves off of bougainvillea. Yeah, and. Uh, Ours, the caterpillars close. I generally, you know, I, I never think about spraying a bougainvillea, even with BT. But finally, oh, I had yeah. to break down and and then do it. And but by then it was they they had uh, already stripped most of the leaves, and they and the leaves come back so quick though. So on a bougainvillea, as long as it doesn't happen, you know, more once once a year, you're probably not a problem, right? Because they're they're back blooming again. So just keep them. Don't overwater them. Cut down on the watering if they don't have any foliage. I don't know, Jerry, if they'll get another bloom period off. I guess it depends on the weather, but it's getting whatever. It's almost November first. Yeah. For bougainvillea, 
so it'll uh, if it's blooming now you're in probably good shape uh, for the rest of the month but if it isn't blooming now probably be a little hard to start a new bloom with uh, this cool weather right all right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Coming up, uh, not this weekend, we've talked about that, that's the spooktacular, but the weekend after that, Saturday, November 5th, is the 56th Annual Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase. Now, we'll be there broadcasting the show live from the community center from noon to 2, but it is just full of great activities besides us. Uh, for instance, uh, there is a parade that starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, then, uh, I think right after the parade, there is the Shahawi dancers, then Matt Hawk, Elaine Garcia, the String Slingers, the Zach Edwards Band, and the Jeremy Richards Band. Now, that's the order they're going to play. Each one's a couple hours. <laughs> Each one is a couple hours long. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's all kinds of fun happening right now at Millburgers for Halloween, but next weekend is Millburgers' big Halloween spooktacular. It's the annual event at Millburgers with all kinds of fun, like the moon bounce for kids to hop along and have a great time in. Or you can chug around Millburgers in the terror train and see all the scary sights. Millburgers has the pumpkin patch, great for family pictures, or get lost in the mail and see if you can find your way out. That's all at Millburgers Halloween Spooktacular. Plus, there's going to be an employee costume contest, face painting, there's a Halloween boutique, and much, much more. There's even food for sale at Millburgers with the proceeds going to benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. So for more information, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is your place to find out all the good things that are going on at Millburgers. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 in Boulevard. Road. At 930AMTheAnswer.com, we present our home team. Businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like the Weisinger Law Firm, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, Aldaco's Mexican Cuisine, and Robert Custom Homes. Voted Best Rural Builder in San Antonio for 12 years in a row. Integrity, quality, distinction. Call 210-372-9880. Robert Custom Homes. On the home team as seen at 930AMTheAnswer.com. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. There's no better place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. Join us online at aclj.org. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys. 210-979-9777. The Baez Law Firm. 
www.thewalmsleyshow.com. Dale Walmsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer back at the station, they're telling me we're having a bit of a technical problem, so I'll give you some more information about the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase. It's the 56th annual, and it's coming up November 5th. It's a whole lot of fun for the entire family in Divine, Texas, just about 30 miles or so south of San Antonio on I-35. So if you're looking for a great day trip with lots of fun, some great music all day, starting at 11 o'clock, if you're looking for terrific food or craft booths or uh, gardening stuff, you'll find it. It's a all fine festival. Uh, there's a free dance until midnight. There's the avocado seed spitting contest, the cooking contests uh, for avocados, and uh, you'll find all that online, by the way, at divinechamber.com, divinechamber.com. We'll be uh, broadcasting from the community center from noon to 2, so it'll be a whole lot of fun. You can come by and visit with us up there. So come on by and uh, visit and uh, have a nice day out in Divine, um, just to begin about 30 miles south of San Antonio on I-35. We've been doing this for a number of years, and uh, every year is a whole lot of fun, and uh, it really is. People are just having a great time out there, so bring the family. How many years have we done it? Uh, well, I don't know. Y'all have done it one more year than I did it. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> How, how, uh, about, uh, maybe even six, you think? Five oh, or gosh, six? yeah. Okay. When is it? Is it the week after after Halloween? Yeah, it's uh, not this Saturday. Saturday yeah. a week. Okay. Okay. All right, it's the 5th of November. Steve is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Steve. What's going on? Well, I've got a cut-in problem eating up some uh, olive trees down here in Near Batesville, I've had a meet uh, before. Had had a problem with them. I know Sandy has a problem with them down at Sandy Oaks, and I was just wondering if uh, Calvin or Jerry had a had a great solution for them. I know Jerry probably has an organic one. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, any ideas? I'm I'm putting. I got tangle foot. I'm doing on them. Plus we got some other stuff we put on the mound you got to get the mound because they take the leaves and put them down in there and it grows that fungus and that's what they live on. That's what they're doing. So a regular bait doesn't work for them. But uh, you got to find the mound and the mound can be up to five or 600 feet away from where they're uh, taking the, stripping the trees. What is the, what is the past? Cut ants. Cut ants. In on olive trees? Jerry's thinking. Calvin's thinking. Well, wow. I don't I, how, how How big an area is it? Well, it's, is it uh, here? It's big. The, I mean, the planting area, yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's a ranch, and it's, a, it's, you know, it's the home area of the ranch, and then, um, you know, but the ranch is, you know, 10,000 acres or whatever. But, oh. uh, you know, so it's not a 
not like a contained area, but the area where the ants are, are doing it, you know, is probably half acre or something like that. What what I uh, we can kind of explore this while Jerry's thinking too. The what I did when I lived in villages of West Creek, I was right adjacent to a, a field, and the uh, ants used to come in from the pasture, and I yeah. and I made uh, asphalt barriers, just you know, just a about an inch an inch wide. Uh, where their trails and you know and was generous with it to uh, go a couple feet beyond where their trails uh-huh. were and any any cut ants that crossed the, the path uh, died and what normally would happen they would I wouldn't see them in my yard then they would be gone, gone. you know you, uh, relatively small property you could do the whole the whole area around it to protect it like if you you know if you had Maybe a, a half an acre, because asphalt's not that expensive, but a half an acre of olive well, trees. Probably you could probably now, do I could probably do uh, around each tree. I could do just a big, do the drip line of the trees, because they have, yeah. they take these things that go a long way with them. You can follow them and just see. They're just yeah. thousands I, of ants carrying the le- little pieces of these leaves. Yeah. I attempted, I identified some of the big. The, the big nests out there in the and uh, and then I would I'd go out there with my asphalt but and I could kill parts of it but uh, it's difficult to con- to to kill a complete big nest of them when they've been uh, I suspect they've been there for years and years well, and years. Well, I got this stuff over at Winfield and it actually you put it in there and it's in it. You, then you add water to it. It actually creates an ammonia gas that goes down in there and really takes care of them. We've been able to take care of several mounds that way, uh-huh. but they keep, you know, within, you know, keep. a couple of days later, it's, we have it again. Sometimes the, the new ones are relatively small and they're easy to yeah. take care of with acid but And just the way you say it, with, you, you know, just uh, dissolve the acid in. Uh, Water and pour it in, but one yeah, of those so twenty feet in diameter old uh, uh, hills—that that's pretty difficult to control. Yeah, no, but, it's, uh, a, it's a real problem. We've had—I uh, know Sandy down at Sandy Oaks Olives is just she's been fighting them for years. She's got some concoction she put together, but and she applies it each time she. Uh, all on a consistent basis, and has been for years. And uh, I guess maybe that's the only way to do it. There's some products out there, but uh, yeah, the uh, I have been told that the uh, the Amdro baits work for cut ants as well as uh, the other ant. The way you really? can recruit. Prove, way you could prove that is the new formulations of Amdro. Of course, it has to, has to be fairly new product. The way you could prove that is put some out around the plants that they're feeding on uh, and see if they take the bait. See if see if they pick it up. And if they pick well, it up, it's going to do the job. 
So we have tried that. So far, it hadn't worked. But I'll give you that. I've bought the newest hand drive. I've tried every type of hand drill I can try. And, uh, yeah, there was there was a great. There used to be a specifically for cut ants, uh, yeah. green green label. But uh, right. they t- they they took it off the market, and the green label uh, didn't work. Uh, there, there's another way to get rid of the cut ants that work. Um, but I can't say it on there. I can't tell you on there. Because it's, it's illegal. So we wouldn't say it on the air then? We wouldn't say it on there. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's worse than that. <laughs> now it's on the. Uh, yeah, go, go on to uh, plantanswers.com and uh, look up cut ants, leaf cutter ants. And I think that formulation is on there. Okay. All right. I think we lost it. And it involve it involves making a a fresh bait. What it involves. If you do it, right. be very careful. Yeah. There we go. Thanks. Uh, well, he just wants to learn about it. He, he's probably not going to do it. Tom is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing great. Thanks. Hey, listen, I've been struggling with a uh, a significant amount of nutsedge, and it's in my garden, first vegetable garden, and it's coming up throughout my yard, it appears. And I'm trying to figure out, I mean, you know, I've tried to, uh, a year ago or so, I dug up the garden and tried to pick out all the little nodes that are underground, and you, know, you could obviously... The leaves you could take care of easily enough, but I'm trying to figure out, is there a way, is there anything I can do? Somebody had told me that a, a solution of uh, the horticulture, molasses, and water kind of drizzled over them should, should take care of it, and I think they came back stronger than ever when I, when I watered them with that stuff. That's so a good just, fertilizer, huh? Is it? Okay, well, and I, you know, at this point, um, I'm just looking for a solution because it's really running rampant through my garden, and and uh, you know you can't pick the stuff out. And I, I guess I could. I mean, it's been a while since I've tried Roundup on it. So no, I'm just looking Round, for Roundup won't work anyway. Try it. Okay. Uh, well, I've I've had if you can if you can apply Roundup clear and everything just to. But have have you ever tried the Image products? You know, I bought some image, but I've not seen it. Um, I, you know, when I read the label, it's not talking about vegetable gardens. Yeah. Um, so you now it's going dis- to disappear with the cool weather for the fall. Um, okay. The nuts edges. Yeah, the nuts edges. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was a period in time when you're when you could, uh, or or if you could dedicate. Do you have any bare, uh, any of your garden w- that's bare now that's got nuts edged and that that part you could spray? Because it's you know, pretty, it's it's pretty it's pretty effective and the the new formulations are fast. It used to be Jerry and I would tell somebody to do it. You know, you'd have to wait like two weeks and then you'd spray again. It was still real slow. It stopped the growth, but now you'll see some action pretty quick. And I've had good luck the, uh, with it. 
Okay, you think an image product, even though it's not saying it's safe for a vegetable garden, if I spray it when the when I'm not using the garden, and you know, that would that would be safe enough that you know two or three weeks later I could still plant some. Right. Yeah. Check right. the check the label. Yeah. But uh, and and make sure you get the right the right image because there's about four yeah. different products out there now. Get the one that's emphasizes nutsedge. Yep. I think I've got a bottle of it. In the uh, in the garage, it's just one of those things because I didn't see that it was safe. Is set, Sedgehammer still on there? Um, there's a product called is it Sedgehammer yeah. or Sed? Yeah, that that product also works pretty well. I tried okay. that too. And, and as far as it being in the yard, can I spray those things without killing the Saint Augustine off? Yeah, that's the easiest place to do it. Now is that? Okay. Are those, is that nuts edge or is that uh, rain lilies? Rain, I, you know, everything I've seen, it's the, you know, it's, it's the same thing that's in the garden. And it's, you know, it's got these nodes and it's this, you know, running rampant underneath the soil, you know, about three or four, three inches or so. And, but, I mean, if it's something other than that, it would surprise uh, me. How, do, you water, uh, do, you, do you water your lawn? Uh, not that often. Most of this is in the backyard. Uh, that's what I see. I don't. I don't water my lawn, and and I, I don't get. You know, I get the same nuts that you do in the vegetable garden, raised bed, because I irrigate. But, but out in my lawn, you just cross the border, and then you get into the rain lilies that look a lot like nuts sedge, but it's a different plant completely. But I'm. I'm not. I, that may may even work on rain lilies. Yeah, I well, tried. You know what? I will. Yeah. I will. Uh, maybe I'll delay planting this spring. And cause right now, I've got some tomato plants in. I'm getting a few Juliet off yeah. of the, those plants that I'm getting. I do have some winter but, crops in now, so I'm going to have to wait until maybe early spring when the nuts is, is visible again. I assume the stuff is this uh, image or the sedgehammer. It's got to be absorbed through the leaf. So you've got to have right. A That's green. it. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. But it's but okay. it's effective if your nut sedge is green right now. It uh, is. You could you could take you could take it out, and you'd yeah, see some action in you in four or five days. I'm I'm thinking really? the last I've time just, I used it. Yeah, and it would it should kill the node as well then. Right. Right. It yeah. kills it all okay. the way to the root. Uh, that will be, you know, it's one of those, I've, again, I've got enough planted there, I can't really treat a section of the garden without probably, I mean, I could avoid hitting the plants that I've got in there, I think, because I've only got about a dozen, but I don't want to, do you think it's safe to spray near other vegetable plants? If yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, the other yes. thing, other thing that works, it's a little, uh, a, uh, Help me on this, Jerry. The thing you touch. Wick applicator. Wick, wick applicator works with the stuff on there too. I've oh, done right. that. I've done that. And okay. that way you don't. That way you don't have any. There's no volatile right. spray or anything. You know. For, you know. To get on the vegetables. That could be an all-day project. As much of the stuff as I've got in there, sometimes. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's a. It's a little harder to apply. Yep. But it's. You know what? At least it gives me an alternative to just ignoring it and letting it grow. Like it is, like I've been doing. So yeah. Okay. Hey, I All right. It. Good luck to you. Thanks, Bye. sir. Bye bye. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
Hey there. Hi there, Ann. Hi. What's going on? You want to grab a mic or you want to? Okay. What you know? Ann Schiller's up here. Yeah. Um, gosh, what a beautiful day out here. Isn't it nice? How many people are over there in that pumpkin patch? It's great. <laughs> Did you want us to take your picture in the pumpkin patch? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Can I plug something? You can plug whatever you like. Uh, well, I want to talk about the uh, this fall on uh, November 5th is going to be the uh, Fall Water Saver Landscape Design School that Guardian Volunteers of South Texas presents uh, in sponsorship or in partnership, rather, with SAWS. It's a great school. We do have some space available. Um, in it, there's four presentations on... Uh, Principles of Landscape Design, Design Ideas, uh, Do the Groundwork, meaning soil prep, and then Plant Selection. And on top of that, uh, everybody who enrolls gets a one-on-one idea session with an experienced landscape type person. That's a great. Yeah, so it, it is great. It's always really well attended. We do have some space available. And it's this, uh, not this coming Friday, I mean Saturday, but it's Saturday, November 5th. But you do have to register in advance, uh, and that deadline is going to be next Tuesday, uh, November 1st. And uh, it is $30 a person or $50 for a household of two people. But that includes the idea sessions, and it includes uh, three full-color plant and landscape guides. Very cool, and this is uh, always very popular. And it's going to be at uh, Phil Hardberger Park. Oh, okay, in the uh, 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 the Urban Ecology Center up there, off of Northwest Military Highway, across from that H E B Alon store. Okay. So, just want to come by and no, I'm glad you did. tickle people's brains about that. Uh, for more information, they can go to our website at gardeningvolunteers.org. That's gardeningvolunteers.org. How did the Bass uh, Gardening Essentials class go? Very well. Very good. well. Yeah, it was well, very good. And then our November one, which is coming up November 28th. Okay, uh, in November we've got to move it a little bit because of some conflicting dates with Thanksgiving, etc. But on November 28th we're going to have um, D.D. Wright, who is an education person for the Texas Native Plant Society. Uh, she's going to be speaking on using natives in your landscape, whatever your landscape style is. And then Robbie Will with Antique Rose Emporium is going to be doing bulbs for Texas. Oh, okay. okay. And then in December, Calvin's going to do how to create a Texas-style cut garden, cut, cut flower cut garden. Cut flower garden, yeah. Wow, that'd be kind of cool. What's so, right. going on? But did want to mention to everyone that time is running out to enroll in the uh, landscape design school. Yeah, not, it's uh, two weeks. And mm-hmm. Yeah, but their deadline is so. Uh, it's the deadline. It's for pre-registration is going to be Tuesday, November first. Oh, okay. Not this coming Tuesday, but a right week after Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, thanks, Ann. All right. Did thank you, you say how to on. get in touch with the? Uh, oh, did you, you can, give the website. Yeah, I did. It's gardeningvolunteers.org or. You can just call me, like, anytime, right now, at 251-8101. That's the Guardian Volunteers of South Texas number. 251-8101. Okay. All right, thank you. Cool. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Our number is 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's all kinds of fun happening right now at Millburgers for Halloween, but next weekend is Millburgers' big Halloween spooktacular. It's the annual event at Millburgers with all kinds of fun, like the moon bounce for kids to hop along and have a great time in. Or you can chug around Millburgers in the terror train and see all the scary sights. Millburgers has the pumpkin patch, great for family pictures, or get lost in the maze and see if you can find your way out. That's all at Millburgers Halloween Spooktacular. Plus, there's going to be an employee costume contest, face painting, there's a Halloween boutique, and much, much more. There's even food for sale at Millburgers with the proceeds going to benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. So for more information, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is your place to find out all the good things that are going on at Millburgers. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Owing money to the IRS is terrifying, especially when you're fighting alone. It's David versus Goliath, and at any moment they can take your paycheck, seize everything you own, and even throw you in jail. At U.S. Tax Shield, we can immediately stop the harassment and get you protected, while our experienced team of tax experts work on significantly reducing what you owe. Our IRS insiders know the laws and can take full advantage of the government's new Fresh Start initiative. This crucial knowledge can reduce your debt in ways you never imagined. In fact, these strategies have saved U.S. Tax Shield's clients nearly $3 million in 2016 alone, and we have an A-plus rating with a Better Business Bureau. Fighting alone is expensive and leaves you completely exposed to the IRS's aggressive tactics. But you can end the anxiety with one simple phone call. If you owe over $10,000 or have unfiled returns, call U.S. Tax Shield now and learn about our price protection guarantee. The call's completely confidential, free, and there's no obligation. Call 800-997-5308. That's 800-997-5308. 800-997-5308. Owners, you know all too well about the recent hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985 and their incredible results speak for themselves check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com you'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy thrilled customers so if your deck fence or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms find out about how your homeowners insurance may cover damages for more information call deck and patio care right now at 822-9147 that's 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com Hello, this is Esther Nail, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spot Asante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spot Asante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spot Asante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210 210- 
1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer is Calvin's answering a question off the air, which is a good time to remind you. You can always come out here and ask your question on the air during the show. You think he's qualified to answer that question? Yeah, he's answering a question on cyclamen. Uh, I don't, I think <laughs> if there was a, uh, what were you, the, the uh, vegetable specialist? Yeah. Was Calvin the cyclamen specialist? Absolutely. Let's give Absolutely. him a guru title. Yeah, he's the guru of a cyclamen, cyclamen guru. <laughs> well, Trace is up here after working hard because there's lots of uh, folks here on a Sunday afternoon. So normally, Trace comes up at the beginning of the show, but every time he kind of came up here, he got called away to do something else. So, Trace, we'll get you on as quick as possible. What's going on today? And what's oh, uh, it's it's a fun day. We're running the train. It's beautiful weather. We still got a great selection of pumpkins, uh, perennials on sale. There's all kinds of fall color around. Good selection of vegetables, uh, so we're we're fully packed for for this kind of uh, weather. Yeah. Anything and exciting coming in this weekend? Normally, you kind of talk a little. Well, let's see. There was um, more of the rhubarb, which uh, oh lord, and it's, and a good selection of four and a half inch vegetables coming in this week. Oh, good. Okay. Um, last week, this week we had to resort to a little bit of the six packs, but. Uh, pretty good selection on that. Uh, cyclamen, we got in more colors. Oh, okay. And sizes now too, and primrose, we've gotten in now too. When so. um, when when um, Halloween is over, if you could just set up a little cyclamen patch that Calvin can just sit in and kind of can communicate and commune with the cyclamen. He was doing that today and it was scaring away people. He, he needs to commune with his bankers. But, he yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if he could just... But actually, that wouldn't be a bad picture, too, amongst the cyclamen. No, I'll, clear out a, I'll clear out a spot. And he, yeah. Uh, he, right, we get it, well, actually, we shouldn't do that. We'll, we'll, clear, we'll let him lay down on the ground and put some flats around him. <laughs> That's an easier choice. All right. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, and then tell us again what's going on next weekend. Uh, we've got all kinds of things going on next week. So we got the bounce house. I know that's every, every day that we're open. Uh, the train will be running next Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 or later, depending on how, the cust- how many customers are around. Uh, we are going to have a face painting for kids. We're going to have balloons for kids and Calvin. Then we are going to have uh, roasted corn, mm-hmm. um, I think sausage, if I remember correctly, yeah. and virgin margaritas. Charles says they have to be virgin, so yeah, we're no virgin happened. margaritas. We're having an employee costume contest. That's what I like. Yeah, that's fun. Now, so, you, you don't have to tell us what you're dressing as, but did you get yours? Uh, maybe on Tuesday. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll have that going on, and the customers are actually the ones who pick the winner. And so we got little ballots that they'll fill out, and not only will the the top three winning employees get something, but we will pull one uh, one of the votes of a customer, and they will win a hundred dollar gift certificate as well, just for participating yeah, in our event. Voting. That's wow, cool. that's a good deal. Yeah, it's fun. And let's see what else. Have any of the employees um, hinted at what they're going to do? 
Are they keeping it kind of I, close to I've heard something about a blow-up dinosaur. Oh, right. Uh, something about a football player. And uh, that's as much as the okay. secrets have been let out. All right. Uh, but the, there are some very creative employees. Uh, yes, yeah, so that, that I'm not, not quite sure what Roger and Claudette will be this yeah, year. They're always well, actually, I'm pretty sure what Claudette will be. Okay. Not Roger. All right. Let's see. So we talked about that. So that's all next Saturday and next Sunday here at the nursery. Is it the blue and the face painting both days and the food? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and then let's see what else. Um, oh, Calvin, while you were um, helping those people out on Cyclamen, uh, we're going to set up a little Cyclamen photo opportunity for you so you can kind of commune and we'll take your picture in the Cyclamen. I was wondering if we could kind of put a... A cot or a chase lounge out there, and when I, you know, I could come for a half an hour and just sit until I'm ready. Now I'm faced, I'm faced with this and this, this dilemma. It's partially uh, the nursery's fault here. I've got those, uh, those big begonia, what are the, the, what, the uh, whopper, whoppers, yeah. whoppers that look spectacular. Oh no. And they're in, of course, they're implanted in my shade and in my containers and shade and everything. So, so do I remove my whoppers so I can plant my cyclamen, or do I do I cut? Just well, you said they're in containers, right? Okay, so my answer to that is buy some more containers. You set the begonias <laughs> off to the side, put your cyclamen where you want them, and then you can move your begonias in and out for the cold and save them for next year. There you go. <laughs> so I knew I'd get some. I get the pot sale out of him. There we go. And some yeah. cyclamen. Yeah, my my containers are not movable, but oh. But I I might just cut them back and plant the cyclamen in there, and then the begonias. Then my begonias may. Spot, yeah, they're gonna spot. grow slower anyway. Well, yeah. now in the fall they actually speed up their growth. But it doesn't hurt your feelings as much if you. But if you just yank them out of there and throw them in the oh, compost, yeah. yeah, I'm lucky you cut them back. Yeah, cut them back, and then if they don't come up, they don't come up. They'll yeah. come back. You tried. I did. All right, let's see. We talked about the event um, next weekend. And then, oh, you want to talk about the plan for the weekend? Yeah, oh, let me talk one more thing about the event. The, oh, food, yeah. the food is, uh, I believe, a dollar donation, and that goes to the food bank. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, you, can, you can get yourself full, and you can feed somebody else at the same time. All right. And so what kind of food? Uh, roasted roasted corn. Roasted corn, and I believe sausage. Sausage. Roasted corn on the cob. It's good. Yeah, you're, here's, here's, what, here's what next Saturday will sound like. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, no, 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 no. So be prepared for that, or just come out and enjoy the corn too, and then it doesn't sound as bad. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, um, can I ask you you three a question uh, that came in from uh, someone else, and then we can. Uh, so someone said, "I've got a weird vine growing on my back fence. Looks like a small green tomatoes, or looks like small green tomatoes, but they have these weird stem-like." Uh, Cages. Yeah, that encircle and encase the fruit. Maypops. I've never seen it before. Any ideas what it might be and what to do about it? It's a vine. Passion vine. Passion vine. Passion vine. For some reason, I don't know. I've got got them coming up all over my 
my yard too. I mean, in, in citrus containers and oh, really? sweet pea trellises. And uh, that's another one I hate to pull up because the butterflies love them. And they're, mm. But boy, that, that's that's something that uh, can grow across country pretty fast. It does. That's I was pulling them all yesterday. It was like bamboo. I went from uh, from you know I got a pile after about 30 minutes of pulling a pile that's probably. Did you see the blooms? Yeah, I've seen the blooms. They're, they're, they're spectacular. They are spectacular, but it's like choking things. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I, I got a pile of pulling, and after 30 minutes of pulling and yanking, in one small area, uh, that's Listen. probably two feet, three feet high by about See, this four is feet a, around. This is a spectacular plant. That oh no, that Superman. That that uh, <laughs> Milton could probably grow. You wouldn't have I to could. water it or anything, and he's trying to kill it. Yeah. Anyway, so what, what is your recommendation for Al? Al, Al wrote that. I'm li- I'm letting mine grow a while now. But what I'll probably do is let a few of them survive. I don't know where they came from. Birds ate the seed and came and planted it along yeah, the fence yeah, line. And after eight, and first after time th- in 18 years I've ever seen them show up. Only takes one bird and a, a lot of poop, and you can have them all over the place. And, and Did I say poop on the air? I guess no. So. We're, we're going to be in big trouble now. Thanks for nothing. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right. Well, there you go, Al. You you can do what you want. No, but that's what they are. All right. So, uh, plan for the weekend. And and and. So we we pick something that's a that's a staple item in the in the landscape. Although it's a twist on that staple. Asian jasmine is probably the most common ground cover, probably in the entire state. Is that right? And it works just about in any circumstance, the sun or shade. This is a newer version that is called Snow and Summer. And in the sun, it gets a white variegation, kind of like that old plant we used to get called Snow on the Mountain. But it's got a white variegation in the leaf with a hint of pink. And the more sun it's in, the more white and pink you get to show up on the leaf. Great ground cover. Um, and now you can have one that actually stands out other than just a, a green leaf. And you... Um you have some samples here. Got about 80 of them. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. No, but I mean, besides selling, oh, yeah, we did you have a little display? Planted some in a in a whiskey barrel. It's the third one down on the left. So it's got the dianthus in the middle, and then this is uh, staggered between petunias on the outer edge. All right. And it looks great, and it's starting to crawl over the side of the the whiskey barrel, and you're seeing more and more white on it um, because it is in some of the sun. Okay, and it's uh, eight ninety nine in the one gallon, and you probably want to buy a number of them. I guess you could kind of ask anybody here, tell them the size of the area you're putting them in, and they would tell you the number to, to do. Um, cool. All righty. That's the plant of the weekend, which is variegated jasmine? Is it, it is snow and summer. Snow and summer. Okay. Asian jasmine. Sorry. Snow and summer, Asian jasmine. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else before we close down. Anything else to bring up? Um, I think that's okay. I think that's it. Cool. Please, please come out next week and participate. Yeah, I need all the votes I can get. Okay, vote. Wow, Trace is kind of is. Oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> vote vote Trace. But they, it's a secret ballot. He won't know. Oh, no, that's voted. true. Okay. You know, it's hard to vote against Claudette. 
Well, Rogers got the. He always picks the number one, so he said always. Oh vote yeah, for yeah, one. that's right. Rogers. Yeah. Rogers lobby is pretty strong. He does. Yeah, he does. And he tends to. And, Plus to buy votes with candy. Yeah. Then, yeah. He, then he reminds everybody he, he's the one that drives the tractor. Yeah. And if you don't vote for or the train, if you don't vote for him and you walk out in that train track. He don't, or he don't stop. <laughs> hey, everybody want to get off? Let's pass in your votes. All right. Who voted for number two? Uh-huh. Stay on the train. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Still uh, about a, well, just about a minute or so, so we'll begin to, to wrap up here. Anything else we need to mention before we go? Yeah, I want to mention the uh, fifth annual Texas Fruit Conference coming up, uh, and you've got less than, less than two weeks away uh, to register and, and get uh, lined up to participate in that. It's going to be Monday. The fruit conference is going to be uh, Monday afternoon, October 31st, and all day Tuesday and November 1st, and it's going to be over at the uh, New Braunfels uh, Civic Center. So if you live in and around uh, San Antonio, you can commute. You don't have to worry about an expensive hotel stay. They used to have it in College Station, but this year they're going to have it in New Braunfels. Uh, so if you want to apply, also you get a uh, some CEUs, four hours of CEUs uh, for registering. If you need more information, go to plantanswers.com under the 5th Annual Texas Fruit Conference on the topics of the month. Or call Extension Office at 210-631-0400. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening and thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. I'm Milton Rick. We're going to see you next Saturday and Sunday for the Halloween Spooktacular at Millburgers, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. And you can listen to all the fun on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.